Hello, Red Wave. This is Caleb back with Boyer Bulldogs podcast. Joining me is Caleb. No, I'm not alone. My friend Caleb Pletz is here with me. And we're back to talk Fresno State updates. We have facility updates, some football stuff to talk about. We, we've missed each other for a long time, Kale. We haven't talked in a while. Uh, how are you doing, man? How, let us know what's going on. I'm, I'm doing really well. Um, like our co-host Michael Bliss likes to say, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. So um, <laughs> it is a great day to be a Bulldog here. And, yeah, it's just exciting time. I mean, there's lots of developments going on with Fresno State Athletics. I mean, we're one week closer to Fresno State football. I think there's a post on Instagram last week, it's seven Thursdays until kickoff against Cal Poly. So it'll definitely be here before we know it. But um, yeah, just been enjoying summer and enjoying having a pool because it has been hot here in Fresno. So oh, it's been good. Yeah. I, you have a pool? I do. Okay. I'll, I'm going to come over. Yeah, come over. I, I, I can't run around in the sprinklers in my underwear for much longer. My neighbors are going to start think I'm crazy or something. <laughs> well, yeah, like Caleb said, Michael's not joining us today. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, we'll get him later. Some news for the season. Just so you guys know, we're planning on having at least three days a week when it comes to football season, maybe a week before uh, we're going to have your previews, recaps, the, a get to know that is uh, we're going to be uh, talking to, to the enemy, somebody that knows a little more than us about the enemy. So, and we're going to get to know the other team and uh, some other things are in the works. So a lot of fun things moving forward. If you want a Boyer Bulldogs hat, message us on Instagram or Twitter and we'll get you a hat. Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it for housekeeping. I mean, okay. throw the throw the handles out there. Oh, okay. Us. Beware CSUF on Twitter. Beware CSUF. They wouldn't let me do Beware Bulldogs. I don't know. Beware CSUF on Twitter and on Instagram. Beware of Bulldogs podcast. Beware of Bulldogs podcast on Instagram. Love it. All right. Let's get into it. The stadium is not Bulldog Stadium anymore. I can't believe it. I've. It is now Valley Children's Stadium. Yes. We are, I say we, the uh, Fresno State Athletics Program is being paid $10 million over the next 10 years for the rights to that name. In my circles, that has been the number one topic of conversation. I don't know why. Uh, the second topic we're going to get to later, but this has been number one. What, what's going on in your world? How, how do you feel about this? Yeah, a lot of a lot of different emotions going on with this. I mean, like Bulldog Stadium is just kind of an iconic name. Um, and I mean, that's just how we refer to it. I think we'll probably still call it that um, oh, yeah. by accident or on purpose. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be different. Um, I mean, I understand why they need to sell the naming rights because like we've discussed, you know, the last several episodes, you know, Bulldog Stadium needs needs some renovation. So if this is a way to help pay for it, you know, I think I can, I think I can live with it. Um, but yeah, I think an interesting comment that I've been hearing is um, that it seemed like it wasn't enough money for, you know, what the naming rights would be worth. So have you heard any of that? No, I haven't. 
Well, so <laughs> just, just just for context, um, the the Save Mart Center, the naming rights, that was a forty million dollar deal over twenty years. So that was two million a year for the basketball stadium. So, okay. Well, yes. If it's when you say that, yeah, it wasn't enough. Uh, yeah, and I did think about one million dollars in a big program like that. It's not enough mm-hmm. for one year. They'll blow through the million dollars. <laughs> what I get the question, I'm, Caleb, are you going to refer to it as Bulldog Stadium? I probably, I'm going to try not to, but I probably yeah. will. Just that's for 27 years of my life. That's what I've called it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I want to talk about is that there's a quote that where this money has to go to. And it says the money will be paid over 10 years and will be used for scholarships, youth programs, and stadium enhancements. And we put out there on Twitter, you know, be specific. Where do you want to see that money go to? And most people, well, at least everyone that commented said it needs to go to the stadium. And then they can do whatever they want with after that. The first mill needs to go there, but some things that I've heard is because that money's going to go to scholarships. Some people are looking for new sports to come in. I don't think that's going to happen. I haven't heard anything like that. Uh, what do you think, Caleb? Uh, I really hope not. Um, I mean, especially with the, the recent contractions of you know the athletic department. I mean. I just don't think it's financially feasible for Fresno State to keep adding sports. And it's tough to say because I know that, you know, the entire Valley would love to see Fresno State wrestling be mm-hmm. a consistent program here. And um, just with so much talent available, um, it seems like a no brainer that we should have a wrestling program because <laughs> they should be pretty good. Um, so that that's the frustrating part, but um, you know, there's title nine requirements and, you know, if they're adding that number of, you know, male scholarships, um, you know, they have to equally, um, you know, have female scholarships too. So that's kind of a, a hindrance there. And, you know, that's what they've dealt with in the past. So I, I, I hope they don't um, just so that way we can kind of focus on the athletic or the sports that Fresno State does have and try to make them be as good as possible. Mm-hmm. The most ironic thing to me, this is the last I have on the stadium and the name change is that for the past five years, I've been hearing that Bulldog Stadium needs to be renovated. Uh, we're going to get some money to renovate it now. And now it, it can, you, we can just never get it right because now the, the name is not what we what we like it to be. So I think it's about time that us Red Wave fans kind of suck it up and accept that things are going to have to change for us to get what we want. And it may not, a lot of people talk about the journey and it's the journey is never fun to get to the destination, but we need to enjoy the journey. We, as a fan base, I think we should try and enjoy the journey of getting to the destination of a beautiful Bulldog Valley children's stadium. And, you know, we could sit in air conditioned rooms and take elevators up to the top and do things like that. Someday we can dream. Yep. Yep. Next on the list is the gift that was given is the Morse Whitworth gift for the sports performance center. Uh, some money was given $500,000 was given to 
the athletic program, I believe it was the athletic program. And with that money, they have turned 6,000 square feet of the North gym into basically a really cool weight room. They have platforms. Uh, they have pictures online. So go check it out online. It's uh, the, the sports performance center in the North gym. And I, I think ultimately this is, another step in the right direction for Fresno state and the athletic program. Yeah, this is crucial. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the photos and renderings look, you know, make it look really cool. Um, which is good because it seems like, you know, every week or every two weeks, you know, on Twitter, you know, there'll be a, you know, kind of, uh, people talking about whatever program is, you know, has their new, you know, billion dollar, um, you know, facility renovation, you know, whatever. Or, you know, STC or you know, Big Ten, Big Twelve, wherever. Um, so it's kind of good to see Fresno State, you know, getting a little bit of that. And okay, we can put a little money into, um, you know, this this weight room for the football team because, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not super familiar with you know where the weight room is right now, but I mean, based off of some of the Instagram videos I've seen, it looks like it's you know a little little tired. So um, yeah. yeah, this is this is definitely big for the program and hope hopefully helps with recruiting and you know, keeping Fresno State competitive with other Mountain West schools because other schools are investing in their facilities. Yeah, I think um, it's it's primarily going to be for more the basketball program and the basketball programs and the volleyball programs and probably swimming and water polo just because it's the North Gym and it's right there. I think for, football will now have kind of their own weight room. They're not going to have to share. Um. And I do want to say that we see, we see a lot of pictures, especially back in the day, we saw a lot of pictures of a bulldog stadium that we thought was going to be there, be there by now that never happened. This, the pictures, it's going to be done by fall semester. So this is going to happen. The month they got the money. It's going to happen. Steps in the right direction. I'm really happy. Yeah, I agree. All right. For the V campaign was started by the athletic program. What do you think about this hashtag for the V? It's been I like it. a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's good. Um, I mean, growing up in the Pat Hill era of Fresno State football, I mean, the, the green V like meant a lot to the team and even the community. I mean, look, you know, 66% of this podcast is farmers. So, um, (laughs) if, if, if that isn't, you know, a good indication of, you know, livelihood in our area, I don't know what is, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's huge and it just speaks to the athletic department and, you know, Tedford and Terry Toomey really realizing, you know, Hey, this is who we are and we need to, you know, stick to our roots and, really what we, what our community is. So yeah, I, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. My first thought, you have a pride of the Valley poster behind you. So that was the old campaign mm-hmm. and it was really hard to get hands on those posters. <laughs> it was tough. I, I got one too. I got a couple, but yeah. I think if they make them more accessible, a lot of people are going to get on this bandwagon of Fresno state because the, the football team is going to be good. And, like we say here, football is king. So football team's good. A lot of posters out there reminding people that Fresno State is relevant and we're here to stay. Uh, I, it can't go bad. Yeah. I mean, just 
the marketing department, you know, they need to just give them to every person walking out. Like after we whoop Cal Poly, they need to be handed a yard sign. They right. say, Thank you for coming. Put this in your yard. And I mean, obviously, you know, hopefully that's 40,000 yard signs that they have to make. But I mean, I think that that would be a, be a good, good marketing idea if they can do that. So take, so you want, you know, half to go to the stadium and then half the other mill to go to making yard signs. Exactly. The first for the first year. All right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some bigger sports stuff because it's been so long since we've talked last, Caleb. We're getting to, we're going to get into two different things. Mountain West has released their schedule for 2023 through 2025, and teams have jumped ship and bounce around to different conferences. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. I know you guys are into sports. You guys have probably heard uh, realignment talk all the time. I haven't heard anything when it comes to group of five. I only hear power five and what it means for the power five schools in this realignment stuff. So we're going to talk about group of five and what it means for Fresno state specifically and group of five schools in general. But first let's get into this mountain West schedule they released the other day, uh, about five days, four or five days ago. So the Mountain West is moving to one division, you could say. They're getting rid of the Mountain and the West, and it's going to be one division. So now we are going to get the top two teams are going to play in the Mountain West Championship. That's what we want, because last year was ridiculous. <laughs> and... Uh, but what they've done is they have given us now two guaranteed opponents every year. And a lot of fans have had beef with the guaranteed opponents. So first we'll talk guaranteed opponents, and then we'll get into the scheduling. And just so everyone knows, with all this realignment, this is uh, if the Mountain West is still around in 23 and through 25, and if Fresno State is in the Mountain West in 23 through 25. So let's talk guaranteed opponents do you have it in front of you caleb i do okay what are you what what are you looking at so fresno state guaranteed opponents for you know the three seasons that we're discussing so every year they're playing nevada reno and san jose state (laughs) i have to laugh because okay i'll give you san jose state but reno nevada really okay yeah yeah i mean I definitely, I mean, I would sub out uh, either one for San Diego State. I mean, mm-hmm. the dogs in San Diego State have had a fantastic rivalry for, you know, the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, you know, ever since kind of San Diego State kind of joined the, the Mountain West and Fresno State joined the Mountain West. I mean, it's been really competitive and a lot of fun. And I know both fan bases really like to <laughs> trash on each other. So yeah, that, that seemed like a pretty big miss. And uh, I mean, obviously same with Boise too. I mean, I think that, you know, every Fresno state fan wants a piece of Boise every year. Well, and I know some people are saying that this is going to make the traditionalists mad. And it, it is because we are traditionalists. And I, I understand tradition has is out the window. It is gone now. It is totally gone. We'll get re- realignment and all that stuff. It's gone. Here, I do want to point out the pros, though. Okay, to this. And I don't like this because I would rather play Boise, San Diego State, 
rather than Reno, Nevada. But I will say this because we don't have a guaranteed San Diego state or Boise state, we are more likely to win our two guaranteed games. That's true. In reality, because San Diego state and Boise state are the two best teams other than Fresno state. So if we look at it as easiest path to boundless championship, we probably got it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely easier. Um, Cause yeah, that's one, you know, one of the downsides of years where we don't play Boise state. Cause it has happened a handful of times in the past 10 years that it's like, oh, okay, well, whoever we're going to play instead of Boise, it's going to be an easier <laughs> Boise state. So yeah. And in, in terms of ease of schedule, yeah, definitely a pro. Mm-hmm. And there are no Utah state fans listening. But just so everyone knows, Utah State got the shaft. They got Boise and San Diego State. <laughs> so we, as much as we would like to have them, I'm sure you, I'm sure Utah State would trade us right now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but when we look ahead, so if we make it to 2023 and we're looking at our conference, we get Boise, we do get Boise, and we get San Diego State, and we get Boise at home. And then we play Reno, Nevada, New Mexico, UNLV at home. Those are home games. 2023 is going to be a fun season in the Mountain West for the dogs. And we get San Jose State are guaranteed and Wyoming. 2024, we don't play Boise. And 2025, we don't play San Diego State. So I, it's fine. It is what it is. We can't change it now uh, if, unless the Pac-12 calls or the Big 12 or whatever whoever, but all in all, I don't have too many complaints. I would like to see a protected rival rivalry between us and San Diego state that didn't happen, but what are your final thoughts on this? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things I do like is, you know, this is consistent with what other conferences are doing, like other Mm -hmm. bigger conferences. So I know that you know, they're kind of getting rid of divisions within the conference and just kind of trying to protect, you know, the rivalries and then cycle through um, all the other teams. I think, you know, the goal is that, you know, if a player's in the program for four years, you know, they're going to play every team, um, you know, in the conference, you know, once at home and once in a way. I think that's most of how they're trying to structure these, uh, these schedules. But at the same time, you know, with how much uncertainty there is with conferences and teams leaving, I mean, who, who even knows <laughs> if these games will actually be played? Um, and even, you know, with, you know, the, the future non-conference games, like you know, I'm reading here, you know, Fresno State had scheduled to play BYU, but they backed out um, because they joined the Big 12. So, um, you know, even though these schedules are made like 10 years in advance, you know, who, who, who knows if they're actually going to be That's my seen to fruition. Scheduling games 10 years. I know you got to do it, but 10 years in advance. Come on now, Mm -hmm. even five years. Uh, Yeah, I do think it'll be, it'll make for a better conference championship game and we will be better represented as a conference in the bowl games. It's going to give us a better shot at winning those bowl games and making more money and things like that. I, that it will do that. Even Mm -hmm. if we have to play Reno, Nevada instead of San Diego state, but that's all right. W. (laughs) all right conference realignment last thing on the docket for today so 
UCLA and USC are gone. They have jumped ship to the Big Ten. We are seeing, uh, we already know Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. The Big 12 is grabbing Cincinnati, UCF, BYU, Houston, Houston. I believe. Yep. Yes. And the Mountain West has been left in, I guess you could say, on thin ice. The Pac-12 is basically dead. It's not quite <laughs> dead, but it's basically dead. And this, the college football world waits to see what Notre Dame does. That's what I've been told. What have you been hearing? <clears throat> because we were talking before that some of the things that have been going around are just absolutely ridiculous in our Fresno State circles. But tell me, what have you been hearing? And uh, for, let's start with that. What have you been hearing? Yeah, I mean, I've been in a lot of conversations lately where people just think, oh, yeah, the Pac-12 is dead, like Oregon and Washington already left, and, you know, everyone else is leaving too. And it's like, well, no, not really. I mean, right now they're just down to a Pac-10, which is what they used to be. Um, <laughs> right. And, but, I mean, it definitely seems imminent that other teams might be looking to leave. Um so, yeah, you know, nationally, I think you're right. It seems like Notre Dame is kind of the big player that, you know, once they decide if they're going to join a conference, that kind of shuffles the deck a little bit for everyone else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I do think a positive, you know, no one's got, you know, has been poached from the Mountain West yet. So mm -hmm. Mountain West is intact. I mean, I know over the past three years, you know, Boise State and Air Force, even Colorado State have been, you know, rumored to be going to, you know, probably Big 12 or somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um so that would be a bummer if you know the mountain west starts getting picked off um so i think we would all love to see some sort of you know, agreement with fresno state you know getting bumped up to the pac-12 but uh, i don't know how likely that is but uh, yeah i think that's kind of been a consensus uh dream of you know a lot of people i've talked to yeah i think it's a, i think it's just a dream for redway fans to go power five mm -hmm. but that's kind of the direction i want to take this is what is this going to look like for a group of five schools in general? Because it's what I'm looking at. I, I'm not an optimist and it's looking bad for a group of five schools. Uh, tell me what I, I want to hear what you think. And then I'll share what I think. Yeah. I mean, it seems like worst case scenario is there's going to be, you know, haves and haves nots. The you know, <laughs> SEC is going to have their mega conference. The big 10 is going to have their mega conference. And those two are going to you know compete for a national championship or, mm -hmm. and then, you know, somehow big 12 is going to be involved in there maybe, but, um, and then, you know, Mountain West is going to be left to compete with, um, you know, the American conference and the Mac and, you know, FCS, I guess, um, which, yeah. you know, I guess isn't terrible. I mean, you know, that would be new markets for Fresno State to go into. I mean, you know, Fresno State, you know, occasionally will get a Toledo or an Akron on the schedule. I mean, but, you know, Fresno State's not really traveling to, uh, you know, the Midwest or, um, right. you know, where the well, schools in the American are. So, yeah, it could be a kind of a different change. But, uh, yeah, it, worst case scenario would be, yeah, we're definitely left out and, you know, we're playing, you know, tier two football. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was going to use tier two. And it makes me upset as a group of five division one football fan, even to have the group of five labeled on us after we just went to the Rose bowl and beat UCLA. And then we beat them again. And when, when things like that happen, it frustrates me because there's no opportunity for 
Fresno State to go win a national championship. And ultimately, that's the end goal. If we really look at these things, we want to win. Yeah, we want to win a conference championship. Yeah, we want to win our bowl game. But wouldn't you love the opportunity to get a shot at the at the trophy, the national championship trophy? <clears throat> and as a tier two college football program, but tier two division one school, we're not even given that chance. And this is only giving, you know, making the rich richer. And it really bugs me when schools like Rutgers and um, I don't know what's a Vanderbilt and Indiana get shot. They get a shot at, if they go undefeated, they're going to go to the national championship. So that's what really bugs me about this is that these other schools that really are not good are going to get a a shot. And, And I am not a fan of socialism. I do not like socialism, but when it comes to college athletics, opportunity to get to the uh national championship i you know and and i'd like to see a little more fair so so there's my rant on that and and i think group that's what i think that's all group of five fans want that's all they want they just want a shot oh look at ucf they they just said screw it we're national champs (laughs) that's right you're not even gonna give us a shot we're national champs uh cincinnati did get their shot and they actually did fine they, they, I thought they did fine. And so to watch the SEC and the Big Ten and then other Power Five schools say, hey, let's all get together and make this, you know, primetime show. Let's have great big football games every weekend. You know, have, we'll have 30 teams. We'll have 30 teams play each other and have big games every weekend. And then, you know, half will go to playoffs and then we'll have this thing called like a super bowl at the end, you know, they're ba- <laughs> you get my point. Yeah. So from a group of five, as a group of five fan, as a Fresno state fan, it's really annoying uh, to see this happen. And I say all that. If the PAC 12 or big 10 or big 12 calls guarantee you, I'm take I'm running. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, with all of these, you know, big schools kind of coming together, like they still want to have like some stinkers in the conference that they can beat up on. Right. Like, right. you know, they still want to go and play Vanderbilt in a conference game and know that they're going to beat them, you know, 48 to, you know, 17. Um, so I think that that is, that's like my optimist part of me it's like okay like maybe these you know the pac-12 will see federal state as okay like they could be like a lower tier program for our conference but you know we kind of need that to help prop up our other teams because you know if we lost our two you know most prestigious uh teams in usc ucla you know we need to prop up everyone else to you know make them look better and so yeah federal state sure you know we'll go we'll play you know eight away games like that's fine we'll you know we'll go we'll go play you and you know start start knocking them off so that's like my optimist like you know pat it'll play anyone anywhere anytime like right. yeah we'll 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 be the underdog we'll we'll let you try to beat us up but we'll yeah. uh definitely punch back <laughs> well you know we've been talking more the athletic side but in all reality it's all about money yeah so and it's, it was started by Fox and ESPN. So we can thank them for all the problems. And I don't know if you saw, but UCLA now is, or the 
California government is now trying to block UCLA from joining the Big Ten because they didn't go through, jump through the right hoops. Or I, I wasn't going to read about it, but I just saw the headline. Did you see that? I, I did see the headline. I had the same thought. It's like, wow, you know, Governor Newsom trying to get involved in this too. <laughs> but you know, yeah. whether, I mean, that will be crazy if that somehow blocks them going. I, I have a hard time believing that it will just because, you know, m- money is the number one thing. So, um, right. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm sure he just wants a piece of the money. Yeah. Exactly. The TV money. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a crazy off season. Uh, we have, tr- it's basically like the NFL. Now we've, we've met up to talk uh, transfers and obviously guys committing. Now we have teams hopping different conferences and schedules come out and you know, the schedules big. This is the triple a of NFL. That's what college football is now becoming. And it's basically, we have a free agency period. Now guys are getting paid. It was good for them, but it's, I mean, we're no, you can no longer, you don't have to be an amateur anymore. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. There's been a ton to keep up with, but now there's so much college football. It's, it blows my mind where we've gone in one year. Uh, I think it's going to calm down NIL stuff and transfer stuff. It'll calm down, but wow. What an off season it has been. That's been fun. I mean, it's fun to have, you know, real topics to talk about in the middle of summer Um, (laughs) instead of just, you know, like hypotheticals or, uh, you know, whatnot to get us through uh, until football season starts. So yeah, it's been fun, exciting. I I agree. Yeah. It seems like uh, at least the transfer portal stuff, I'm thinking probably in a couple of years, it'll kind of settle down, but who knows? I mean, that might just be the new normal and, you know, the guy's going to have two or three stops before he actually, figures out where he's going to start and yeah that's just how the game goes i guess before we go where do you think fresno state will end up let's say within five five years i think fresno state will be stuck in whatever the remnants of the mountain west will be um so unfortunately (laughs) i'm not super optimistic about it um i i do think that you know, there can still be some some cool college football environments and a landscape, even if it is a tier two. Um, I think that it is still possible, but like losing the potential like regional interest of college football, because that's really what makes it great, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we live in California, so yeah, I follow the Pac-12 and I follow the Mountain West because I mean yeah. that's kind of the schools that Fresno State always plays, and so I want to be knowledgeable about them. But now, you know, USC is going to be playing Purdue. I'm like, I don't it really, cl- I don't really is, care about that. It's closer for Rutgers to fly to Iceland than it is to fly to LA. <laughs> exactly, unbelievable. It, it makes no sense. So I, I think that's you know the. I guess the boomer and us coming out, it's like, <laughs> oh, it was better back in my day. Um, but, you know, it's changing and, you know, hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully Fresno State gets carried into a better situation and, you know, more more money gets into the program and, you know, they're able to make some real changes to Valley Children's Stadium. Um, but, you know, we'll see. As, as long as they're playing football, I think, I think I'll be happy. Yeah. I, there will always be football at Fresno State. That's for sure. If the if Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, 
I think it's going to be really good for Fresno State. If Notre Dame somehow gets into the SEC, I don't. I think it could go pretty bad because then I think the Pac-12 will be gone, and maybe maybe we get into the Big 12. But Big 12 is expanding too. Uh, then I, I could see it going along the lines that you're talking about if Notre Dame joins the SEC. So I'm a big fan of Notre Dame either staying independent or joining the Big Ten for Fresno State's sake and for college football's sake. Because I, here's the other, I'm sorry, I was going to end it, but I'm, as a Fresno State fan and a group of five football fan, I'm an underdog fan. Let's just say that. I don't care about the college football playoffs. Honestly, I haven't watched a college football playoff past two years. It's boring to me. I want Fresno State to win their conference and win their bowl game. And I want the rest of the Mountain West schools to win their bowl games. (laughs) That's, that's where I've gone. Uh, and I'm a big fan of Pac-12, Big Ten, Rose Bowl. And that's totally. kind of gone now, too. So, yeah, there's the boomer in me there. But, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll leave it there. Uh, let us know how you guys feel. Uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. We're happy to share. Follow us and leave a rating on Spotify. Leave a rating on preferably a good rating on uh, iTunes or Apple podcasts. Uh, we're, we're all over the place um, and follow us on social media and tell us what you think about this realignment and what it means specifically for Fresno state. And then tell us where you want that $1 million to go every year. Scholarships, Fresno state state. Um, well, I gotta get, I gotta practice Ch- Valley children's stadium or uh, I don't remember where I, I forgot about youth it. programs, youth yeah. programs. There you go. That's to get the media on their side for sure. <laughs> no, I, I hope they use on youth, pro- youth programs. Cause I got a kid coming soon. So I, I need right. to be fairly decent at sports. He's going to live up to the hype <laughs> of, a, of a podcaster. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, drink a lot of water. It's getting hot out there. Uh, Caleb's got a pool just so everyone knows Caleb has a pool (laughs) come on over yeah God bless and go dogs go dogs